Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bad Christian Podcast. Just got home from the Emory and Hawthorne Heights tour. And it turns out you guys must have listened to me saying to go get tickets because almost every show sold out there, which is why I'm so excited for the August run. We were playing in the Midwest. We played in Wichita. We played in Lincoln, Nebraska. Had terrific crowds. So I cannot wait to get to the West Coast where we're going to be playing, you know, through California. We're going to Texas. Great, great stuff. So look on emorymusic.com and find those shows. It's Emory and Hawthorne Heights. We're celebrating 15 years of put since our first albums were featured a bunch of songs from then. Uh, it's terrific. It's, it's a real blast. So I hope to see a bunch of people out there in August. That's the only tour we're doing between now and the end of the year. So emorymusic.com. Come see Emory on tour. And if you haven't yet, join Emoryland. Get our latest EP. It's got four songs on it. Only one of them is released publicly. The other three are terrific. And the only way to join that is to join Emoryland. All you got to do is pre-order a vinyl or sign up for a subscription or, you know, just buy something, basically. And then you'll be in Emoryland and you'll get all the music we make and you know, we have a member community there, a Discord group, and it's a lot of fun. Love to see everybody over there. All right, let's get on with the episode. This show today is sponsored by Dave.com. Go to Dave.com slash bad Christian to download Dave and never pay another overdraft fee again. Let's do it. Oh hell yeah, God showed up. I don't give a shit what I put in my body. You don't ever talk to me that way. <laughs> so if you've never done oral, then you're extra virgin. No girl, it's my flesh. I showed my dad my penis when I was 25 years old. You don't get more honest than that. Three, two, one it. Three, two, one it. Three, two, one it. It's the bad Christian on it podcast. Oh, wow, <laughs> we are back in full effect. We just got off tour around the world. Well, around the middle states. Of around the, United, the Midwest United. of our yeah, country. Yeah. And and uh, a lot of people don't know this. I do want to, uh, some people do. If you didn't follow us, if you hadn't joined Emory Land, all that stuff, you better get in there because we're on Discord. We're doing uh, po- Break It Down podcasts about the band in Emory Land. It's really a fun uh, Matt, do you call it media experience? How do you describe Emory Land? <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I try to think of, I try to not explain it because the terms of when you say digital and virtual and online, right. I don't believe those terms are good anymore. I think you I we're agree. better off to just say community or shopping. Yeah. I don't think we need to say e-shopping. Or, you know, my yeah. grandma always used to say, hey, could you send my aunt an e-letter and let her know how everybody's doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you just, it, you know, I think you boil it down. But Emory Land is, I would say, a place. It's like not a it. very well, huge, sprawling, big place yet. Yeah, it's not it's, a Costco. It, no, it's not a Costco <laughs> yet. It's a foundation. It's a breeding ground for a community. It's a place. It's a platform. We've got a foundation there, and we can yeah. build whatever we want. There, but I think of yeah. it. I think of most online things as I try to treat them as reg- real places. Like yeah. you take care of the Starbucks you're in, you know, you don't right. shit on the walls. So same sure. thing in your Facebook group. I mean, just, just shit on the just walls, places. right? Yeah. 
Um, okay, so anyway, getting back to what my reason. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you one more time now that I said shit on the walls at Starbucks. This is just really funny, though. I don't know if anybody else knows this or not. I don't know if anybody else has really, because I'm in Seattle and it's on the more progressive side, of course. So yeah. I don't know. I it haven't is? thought about this. I haven't not thought about this, but I noticed it yesterday. We were at Starbucks and Bridget came out of the bathroom very angry. She went in there to change the change Gino, and she came out of the very uh, out of the. She came out of the bathroom very angry because the person... No shock that, Bridget being angry, by the way. That, yeah, I mean, no shock there. You, no shock there. You could have just said Bridget came out of the bathroom and we would have Same assumed thing. angry. Yeah. <laughs> but it, different than her normal state Okay, <laughs> um, is notable here because the person in the bathroom before her had left it really bad. And this is a nice Starbucks and a really right. nice neighborhood. And the person that was in there like had peed all over the seat. And it was just... The, the person came out, looked at her in the eye, saw her, and didn't say anything, wasn't sorry. Saw her going in with a baby behind this person, who, of course, is a guy. Because Which you course, can't be sure it was that person, by the way. No, you can't be sure. Well, you can't always be sure, but the point being that most all of our bathrooms now in Seattle are, you know, no gender. Yeah. They're not, they right. don't have, so women in Seattle, especially the affluent white women, which Bridget isn't white, but that type, I'm getting such a kick out of them realizing what men's bathrooms are like now that they have <laughs> to use the men's bathroom. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. You like, may want to rethink like, this. Did you just have some respect? What the hell is wrong with people? No, that's a men's bathroom. You let men use your bathroom. That's fine. That's right. what I've if, always wanted a single bathroom. I've been, and I really wish people could go back and I hope I'll get credit for it. I've been saying there should only be one bathroom for like a decade. I've never thought it made sense to have two different bathrooms. Yeah, that's but a good point. If Matt walks out, this if is Matt what walks, humans how they use the bathroom. Yeah, if Matt walks out of that bathroom, there ain't no anger. <laughs> no, it's like, what do you mean? He was in the bathroom before. People do that shit in the bathroom all the time. That's what, I'm, every bathroom I've been in is like that. What, and now the moms going there, their babies are pissed off because people piss on piss everywhere. That's how we I'm do a, it. Also, I when I, from it's now just, on, if you want to share, that's good. That's I like it. From now on, too, not to be sexist, I'm just going. Anytime I go in a bathroom and I see pee everywhere, I'm just going to blame a woman just to keep yeah. it equal. Well, they, <laughs> women do pee on the seat and stuff too. But I mean, you know, men are worse no, in bathrooms, and now joking. more women have to share more bathrooms with men, which is a great progressive cause. I have never I in my in, life wanted my wife but, to, have to share a bathroom. My wife doesn't like sharing a bathroom with me. I, I promise <laughs> you, this morning, just out of, I hear a, in a, the distance. Can't you do a courtesy flush? I heard that yeah, from uh, <laughs> another room. I was like, good Lord. Well, Toby, anyway, I, like, Toby I, I'm, I for the, I'm for I, the calls of single bathrooms, but I am enjoying seeing the women have to deal with what we've had to deal with our whole oh, life. Oh, I know. Toby, do you still good. put toilet paper down on toilet seats that's not your very own? Every single one. Even, even your friend's, friend's house. <laughs> friend's houses for sure. There ain't no chance. That is now, so unlike I will say you. This. That does not there, match your personality at well, all. There's so something, crazy. Okay, I... Okay, the main reason I do it, and sometimes I just do it towards the front, is just your penis or balls can touch the front, and that grosses me out because I do think there's pee mostly there. There's like pee or something there. That's what bothers me the most. When you go to sit down, it, you can sometimes, as this, <laughs> I won't give the details. I just, I don't like touching butt or wieners <laughs> where other butt or wieners or vaginas have been. Toby and I were roommates for, for like two and a half oh. years, and the man goes into the bathroom that his best friend. I'm the only other one who uses it, and I always hear toilet paper coming out before he sits down. I and what's, know. and what's funny is there's there's a lot of times where you were rushing to sit down because you were about to explode, but you still had to take right. the time I, to I, get that I, toilet I, well, paper out. Here's how we also here's how I can mandate a flush before his pee goes in to mellow with oh, your yes. yellow. He doesn't do I that can, either. Yeah, that's right. If I, if, <laughs> if I get there and there's pee, I, I, what is that called when you think? Uh, 
something that's not alive, you make it alive. And, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Anthropomorphize. Uh, yeah. I th- sometimes it's weird. I feel bad for my pee having to mix with somebody else's gross pee. I don't know what they drank. I know that sounds so foolish. It's a foolish, superstitious, weird thing. I know that's dumb, but it just grosses me out to think of my pee mixing with somebody else's. And then sometimes I think, well, maybe they'd be friends. Anyway. But, it does, but you know what happens on the other side of the toilet? Like, I know that all mixes together. One second later, it just go mix together with everybody <laughs> no, in your city. I'm telling you, I, I mean, know it's I know it's bad. But let me. I here's why I think Joey will agree with me. Joey, right now, can I pull my pants down and you want to touch my butt with your butt? Let's both pull our pants down and touch our butts together. Will no you do desire. it? Will you do no. it ten times this week? <laughs> I have no desire for it. Right. That's why I do it. When I right, think about so, your butt, when we shared a room okay. together, I thought. I'm getting ready to pull my pants down while Joey pulls his pants down and just touch our butts for about yeah. five minutes at least. Toby, that's a really good point. And it also is highlighted by the fact of how willing you are to touch butts with Joey with a single ply of toilet paper between the two of you. That oh, bothers you none, yeah. right? None at all. Right. <laughs> and, and I love taking my finger and sticking it in Joey's butt with jeans and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. you know, I don't mind it, but just, so you something just need about any, any one layer is good for you. Was just Devin raw, raw was Dev- butt? Hey, was Devin y'all's first friend that, like, I, I'll never forget. I knew Devin for two months, maybe one month. And I mean, we're, I'm a junior in college and he walks up to me and I'm like, this is my new friend. I like him, but he comes up to me and does a little pinch to my penis area. Do, oh. do y'all remember he used to do that? He just go up and instead of like, what's up? Give me a five. It's what's up. Let me pinch the tip of your penis. I'm like, wow. oh my gosh, dude. Do y'all remember that? He used to do that. <laughs> yeah. That's a, I, I think that's a pretty normal behavior. <laughs> like, I mean, there's a weird thing about that's so normal. Know, yeah, totally. Well, it totally. is. It is kind of, I think the things with, I think there's, a, I don't know if people, it doesn't get talked about enough, but especially in adolescent males, I mean, there's always this culture of a boundary pushing and it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's something like, you know how people will even pretend to be kind of gay or something just to see if you can handle it. It's like, it's like seeing right. if you can handle something. It's not about anything. You know, it's not about penis touching. It's about you know, like poke somebody in the butt to see if it'll make them stop peeing or thump yeah. their wiener or pretend, you know, just put, you know, make some kind of sexual move toward them in a joking way to see if they react or don't. It's some testing function yeah. that is built into people. I don't know what it's about, but I, I think agree. it's relatively common. Okay, guys, I'm going to hit you with some numbers here that will be familiar personally and painful but also astonishing when you look at it in mass. I'm talking about overdraft fees. You know that sting you feel every time that you have to pay an overdraft fee? Well, I'll only pour some salt in that wound. Big banks make $33 billion off of overdraft fees that they charge each year. And that is what the Dave app is here to stop. Dave is the number one budgeting app in America because it saves you from overdraft fees as well as tells you about your upcoming bills, uh, it does a ton of stuff. It also can advance you $75 from your next paycheck with no credit and no interest. It's very handy, and that's why everybody uses it. So you can get the Dave app for just $1 per month. That's $12 a year, which is way less than an overdraft fee, and you'll never have to pay one of those again. Dave will help you with your budget for your upcoming expenses. It'll text you if you're spending too much, and they even have cash there. Like I said, $75 in 90 seconds if you need it. It's, it's quite handy. Mark Cuban is an investor in Dave because he got crushed by overdraft fees in his 20s and he wants you to never pay one again. Three million people already use Dave to save up to $1,000 a year in overdraft fees. That's why 
It's the number one budgeting app in the store. So here's what you got to do. Go to dave.com slash badchristian. It really helps if you show them you know, that you heard it here. So we appreciate that. So that's what I want you to do is go to dave.com slash badchristian, and you'll never pay another overdraft fee again. It's immediate savings. Go now to dave.com slash badchristian. Spelled just like it sounds, D-A-V-E, dave.com slash badchristian. All right, we got way off topic. I wanted to say something to Joey. I don't even know if you know. And I got an announcement coming in a few minutes. Oh, my we'll get gosh. To that. We'll get, we'll get that in a minute. So stay tuned. But so when I was talking about the Emory stuff, so we just got back from tour. Joey, I don't know if you know oh, this yeah, or Emory not. Stuff. So cool. we got our bus worked on. the. We blew out. I blew out a tire while I was trying to go change the tires right before tour. Got fresh tires on the bus. Um, got everything's in working order. Start right up. All this stuff. So we go on the tour. First three, four days, just wonderful. No problem at all. We get to Indianapolis. It's like fourth or fifth day. And after the show, the bus didn't start. And then Josh and Matt kind of tinkered with it and started right up. We're like, ah, maybe just, you know, blah, 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 which you should never do. Uh, and so then it's we drove never to, solved. Yeah, I know. So th- we didn't have a reason or anything. We're like, no, well, let's run. Sorry, that's fine. Let me tell you how that one works. This happens all the time. If you've ever tried to fix things, I like to fix things. But when you fix something and it is now working, but you don't know how, you didn't fix anything. Right. You did <laughs> it's not just fix working it. right now. So you may have right. done something. If you don't know what it is or why it fixed it, you're not done right. yet. You're just waiting until it happens again, <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. That's really funny. Yeah. The, you just prefer the, that it's running, but it's yeah. the same thing. You did well, not fix yeah. anything. If you didn't uh, find out the underlying issue, then you're just in a holding pattern until it happens so, again. So then we drive to Springfield, Missouri, and... Once again, it, it happens, and uh, we're uh, the next morning because we stayed there that night because we had to drive to OKC in the morning. Next morning, I get up about eight a.m. or whatever to start driving, and I crank it, walk to go get a coffee. When I come back, I see Matt in the engine working. I was like, "Oh no, we had a when we were in Springfield too to try and help it. We got a, a service which is you know about I don't know how much seven hundred dollars, and then we had to get an on site guy to come out." Thought it was our our uh, antifreeze fluid, our you know our coolant. Um, We thought it was a bunch of different things, sensors, this and that. Eventually, they kept working, kept working, and finally, they got it. They got it going, and we're like, okay, that must have been one of those things. So we'll have to take it in, you know, to a mechanic when we get back home. But one of those sensors probably was going bad, and we're good. So we get to OKC, uh, we park it, feeling good, play a great show, and then that night at about midnight. Uh, after several beers uh, for most of us, uh, Josh was going to drive. He hadn't been drinking. He was the DD that night, I guess. But uh, w- w- all of a sudden, the bus doesn't start again. And this time, it won't start. It won't start. It won't start. And we're like, okay, we have to figure out how to – because after OKC is a about 800-mile drive to – uh, Denver, Colorado, and it's the biggest show of the tour, like 800 people or plus. Gee. And we're like, we have to get to the show. We can't cancel this show. What do we do? Uh, you know, we'll have to get a rental car first thing in the morning and just try to share gear. Maybe we won't get this at this biggest show. Will we be able to sell merch? We might not even have that, you know. Out of nowhere, the bus starts up. And Josh comes just back. Just somebody goes, tried it yeah. again. They're like, "What the hell?" Let's just try it. No, no, no. Josh was Josh was in but. the back, and he comes back and goes, "I just le- electrocuted myself." But after that, <laughs> the bus started, and so basically there were some wires touching, and he he grounded with his arm touching some metal or whatever. It shocked the hell out of him, but he got the bus started. So at he that died. Point, like no, he, he died. Yeah, yeah he died. <laughs> 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 he died. But. uh Thank God for him. But so, Joey, what do you think you do at that point when your bus is running now? It is running. And once it's running, it's it's fine. 
What do I mean, you do it, at that point? I, I can what, tell you what I know you guys did. Y'all got in the bus and left. Yes, but what what didn't we do after that point for the rest of the tour? Turn the bus off. We never turned the bus off again. (laughs) For five days, we left the bus running downtown Denver, downtown Wichita, Kansas, Lincoln, Nebraska, and all the way back to Bowling Green, Kentucky, where the bus sits now being fixed. And hopefully it's not too expensive. Uh, But other than that, this was funny. That... It's just some little thing. Like even before, anytime we've had trouble with the bus, it's never like a oh no, the engine's blown or something like that. Our white bus, even now, we still have our white bus, and I think it might just be some kind of water coolant heater, water. What is that? Some water thing. I don't know much water about pump. engines. A water pump. So uh, yeah, but we kept the bus running for that long, and uh, we tested every day meticulously the emissions, and we were still being safe to the environment. So that's what that's what really makes me really proud of our band. How much we care about the environment and peoples and the, yeah. and, and the earth. With our 19, ha- our, a 26,000 <laughs> pound 1985 Detroit diesel. Yep. Uh, bus is carbon neutral. Yep. You I think I, th- I may have, maybe I've done the calculation, <laughs> but I think it's carbon neutral. It's carbon neutral. It, <laughs> it was so awesome. I saw, I looked up in the sky and, and there was a giant massive jet and I saw Al Gore stick his thumb out like a thumbs yeah. up to us about how we care about the earth. That, I was like, that's pretty cool, Al Gore. That is you were in cool your jet, we're in our and bus. He knew, and he knew exactly what was going he on was like, and everything. Are, he said, dude. you are a good band and I am proud of you. I was like, well, thank you, Mr. or, or Vice President Al Gore. You still, call him, do you, you still call presidents and vice presidents by that, I don't right? know the answer to that. Yeah, you're, I, I mean that's that's the proper I, way of doing it. Like you call President Bush, Vice President, President um, but Vice President Barack too? Obama. Yeah, I mean that's the proper way. I, he's well, got to be the most famous Vice President that never became President by far. Like I can't I can't think of any other Vice President that is as famous as him. It's just interesting. He made a pretty big name for himself. That didn't become President. Yeah, I agree. Right. All right, on to my big announcement. So. The Morels are moving. I've been talking about it for a while. We've been talking about possibly moving. Matt just moved across his town. Our drummer Dave just moved across his town. People are moving all the time. Joey, I think your uh, in-laws moved. Uh, people just move all the time. They well, just move. Time, They're movers. It, it's time yeah. for the Morels to move to. Jess got a job, and I think we are going to be moving to Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm out, I'm out of Tennessee. Hell yeah. And uh, we're moving rather quickly. So I'm... Uh, <laughs> Kiss See my ya. ass. Kiss my, my ass, ass as I roll out of this. <laughs> no, we love the Nashville area and it's been really awesome. And I'm, I, how long have I you been there? Four or five three years. years? Three, three years. years. Yeah, I think a little over three years, actually. But uh, no, actually, I think it's right about three years exactly. Cause I think when I quit Seacoast, it was in July gotcha. of 2016, if that's right. I, I, isn't Dang. that right? I, I don't remember. It's really crazy that I've been going from, from Charleston for that long. I still yep. feel like it, it was like last year or something sometimes. But, uh, Jess got a great job. We're really excited, and uh, if everything goes to plan, we'll be moving to Charlotte in the next like two or three weeks. Like it is very fast, extremely fast. You don't so, get stressed out about something like that, do you? Like a, a big I get move. excited. I think I think I have stress like under the surface that pops up sometimes that I don't know is there. But yeah. like, I, it's not like I'm worried at all. Like I'm excited. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna buy a big old truck and just shove every fucking piece of thing we have in our house into that truck and just drive my ass all the way i already found a rental truck to get um we're doing some there's a little bit of changing like jess and i've been shipping uh emory stuff and bc supply stuff and some other band you know bc music stuff i think we're gonna start we're gonna trade that over to Devin, so i don't have to move all that stuff and we got to figure a few things out but overall i'm i am really excited 
I'm there's something in me, and I don't know what this is that enjoys the next place. Like when, mm-hmm. being being here, I actually I can't say that I I really dislike it. I really love Franklin. I love where we're at. The schools for our kids, our kids love it. All those things, but there is something really exciting about moving to a city and exploring it and figuring it out and seeing if you like it and all that stuff. Like we, Jess and I, out of anybody I know, have moved the most and. So we'll move here, and then who knows? Maybe in the future we'll move again. I don't know, but this seems like a really good spot. We we went to school at Winthrop in Rock Hill, which is going to be, you know, I'm very familiar with the area. It's, it's 20 minutes from where we'll probably end up living, 20 or 30 minutes from where we live. So I'm excited. We'll be in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. And nice. Congratulations to yeah. Jessica, especially. Yeah, for sure. Job. She's been working and now you can kind of go on easy street. So oh. first of all, I think you should cut, dial it back a lot at your yeah. work, the amount of work you do. Uh, first trust thing. trust me you nailed it That's just happening. dial it way on back yeah with emory and bad christian like put in way less because now know. that you're not the primary breadwinner or not, at least you have a second salary i'm taking the next year off like, it yeah easy you, you think and, you think joey took a sabbatical you wait you see my oh, sabbatical. you wait and see my god <laughs> now the income's not on the line sabbatical you're i'm turning off. mine into a sin sabbatical <laughs> <laughs> Also, I think you should morally grandstand and tell everybody that you're leaving because of the just amount of uh, racism in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that you can act like you just can't take it anymore. The, so he yeah. moves to South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> and then so we're going away from uh, Carolina. You know, Carolinas. Yeah, Carolinas. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the biggest. <laughs> so I saw yeah. enough injustice around me that I said, you know what? I, I can't. I tried to do something about it. I couldn't. So we had to go. Yep. <laughs> Where are you headed? Oh, Carolinas. You're listening to a voice in the violence, a single from our good friends, Wolves at the Gates. Their new record, their new record is called Eclipse and comes out July 26th. This is their fourth full-length record with Solid State and their first since 2016. So I'm excited. I know you're excited. Pre-orders are available at wolvesatthegate.merchnow.com with several different different bundles to choose from. The band will be on tour this July with the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, so go over to their website and see if they'll be playing near you. They probably will be. Follow the band's pages on Spotify and Apple Music so you can get alerts when new music comes out. Eclipse is out July 26th, so go dig into the singles now.
Y'all, it's insane. When we went to the retreat in Tennessee, like we, I had a couple of knucklehead pastors put extremely racist, conservative bumper stickers on my van, really to mess with Priscilla. But I, I just couldn't believe you could what? buy bumper stickers like that. Also, also, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Still, you're not going to be able to skimp on these details. First of all, that yeah. sounds absurd, what you're saying, but please tell me more. So basically, we come back to the cabin, and I notice a, a sticker on my car that says something um, like, stop welfare for illegal aliens on my car. <laughs> <laughs> So I try to play it off, and I'm like, how do I, how do I get even? How do I figure it out? It ends right. up being my lead freaking pastor, Josh Surratt, who put it on our car. That is so and, funny. And he, uh, you know, he made sure he, the sun started coming out the next day, and he's just like, have you taken that off your car? I don't want it to stick. But then... Like the very next day, we come back and uh, there's there's another sticker I forgot, just as racist. But I'm like, you can buy these stickers in the store in Tennessee. <laughs> it's uh, unreal. Okay, so that's blowing my mind. That's hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. But it also makes me think of something else I want to talk about. Can I segue with this in mind? Yes. If you had something else to say, I, but I want to talk about this exact thing. Basically. Um, but am I stomping on your story? Do you have more to do other than that? Uh, oh, you're asking Joey? Oh, I yeah. thought you were yeah. asking about Charlotte and Move. No, I'm No, fine. I'm asking you. Okay. So that, to me, is I killed very Josh. Funny. You heard okay. that the lead pastor of Seacoast is dead. Yeah, what I'm saying there is that what's interesting <laughs> is that is that guy making a joke. Um, I don't wouldn't know if you'd call it a racist joke, but it's a joke with racism in, as part of the context of the joke. And I, right. I think the joke here is, you know, being racist is embarrassing. Don't be racist. I'm fucking right. around with my friend. I'm surprised a pastor did that, and even your superior, to be honest. And it's, that's hilarious to Why? me. Why? Why? It's just so obviously a joke. Well, I know, but people get so... That's what I'm saying. That's what I want to talk about is people, they do a, a dishonest thing where they say, but it's racism, so you can't joke about it, for instance, sometimes. Like, they gotcha. just say, oh, you would play around with stuff like that, knowing that, you know, anyway, I think that obviously people do things to be shocking or just good ideas, bad ideas, total joke ideas, whatever. I mean, I think that's pretty common, but it, it really freaks me out. The thing, I don't know if y'all heard this or not, but this, this a kid that was at the Parkland shooting um, got into Harvard and then got... Uh, denied access to going to Harvard now uh, and he's like super high level test everything all that and he's one of the Parkland kids um, and I think he's a conservative kid uh, and he somebody found went from when they were 16 a Google Doc where they were typing obnoxious stuff to each other uh, on a Google Drive and he typed and had said the N-word or, or made some jokes and the N-word was in there when he was a 16-year-old and somebody leaked that or sent that yeah. or told on him for, for that and now he's Harvard has uh, you know nothing else in this guy's past or anything other than I think he's a conservative guy. Right. So it doesn't look good in that regard but mainly because of that but now Harvard's saying you, you don't go here anymore. They rescinded his acceptance based on that um, you know and it's so something he sent as a 16-year-old with the N-word. Yeah. And so to me, that is like, I mean, first of all, I am so out on college in the first place. Like, I'm way, way, way out on college. But this is, that to me is like one of the, cra the craziest things I've ever heard the implications of that 
stuff that you've said privately that even was right or wrong or a joke or bad or ter- a f- terrible thing to say. Uh, you know, it's a, not a good joke to make. And maybe he meant it less joking. I, I whatever it is, the idea that you would be, d- you know, denied that, that Harvard couldn't, you know, get past that or is, uh, I don't really know what, I don't really know what causes it. Maybe it's just the pressure from the public and they just buckle because they're weak. Yeah. Or it's just some big groupthink thing, but the the troubling thing being, even if even if it's weakness to a, the general mob, it's that's saying that anything that you've ever said can prevent you from any institutional thing in the future is not. That's just unacceptable. That's just unacceptable to me in every way. I mean that like you'll be denied certain things because of it. But you know, I don't think they would kick out every student who ever said the n word because that would I think be all of them. So. You know, when it's just, if there's public yeah. pressure and you're going to cave to it, period, then that doesn't make that is that's so such a dangerous direction for our society. I mean, well, if let, you're not in the main th- thought line, or if some, if you know, which is, is about him being conservative, not about a use of a word, because again, almost everybody at Harvard's used that word. I'm sure many people have used it in a bad way too. If you simply find out, should they be expelled? I mean, can you not? What should you not be able to do? Be right. on Twitter, not go to Harvard, not what if you. You know, I'm not saying disagree on issues, even, but it's kind of more about that than it is a, I mean, full accountability to everything you've ever said, being public and preventative, even if it was said in private, like that cannot be a standard that we could even go near. I, I think that's like the most absurd thing I heard in a long time. Now, so let's just look at this at another angle for a little more clarity with with how you feel about it. What if this was an email that he sent out uh, a few days ago? Well, I, I mean, different. That would be different. But if it's an email, it was to somebody, and it, it would. If it was a joke, it's still a joke. I don't think any Harvard student that makes a joke that is hor- horrific and shouldn't be made should be expelled for it. I don't think that. But more importantly, I don't think it should be something in a teenager's past. Should be right. something that prevents stuff in their adult life. Uh, I know you, you know, even if you try somebody as a, you don't try them as an adult if they make a mistake when they're 16 often. So I don't know. Like, I just don't, I think that's insane. I mean, I've said the N word. Have you? I've said yes. it, I don't know, hundreds of yes. times. I hope I don't say it again. I, maybe I will. What am I not going to be allowed to? I mean, also, I'm a public figure. I have a podcast. So what, what am I not? I, I'll say it right now. I, mean, I when have it, said the N word well, before. I've I made mean, jokes when I was about a, it. When I was a I kid, I shouldn't have. It's bad. That's wrong. But let me finish that part. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've said it. I've said it. I've said it and laughed. I've said it and made jokes. To be shocking, I've done that too. I have done that in my life. I definitely did it when I was 16. I've done it since. It's wrong. It's I shouldn't do it. I hope I don't ever do it again. But now that I've said that, what am I? Should I not be allowed to do in life? Like, Toby, what do you think about not, Matt podcasting with not us still? Okay. Should yeah, Matt still uh, podcast with us? I, I, I'm not. I, sure. Nobody I, wants that standard for Matt's anything. no longer in in bad Christian. Well, no, but you're, you're, no, you're right. It's, it's it's interesting. Like the context matters. Like I, I do wonder, like if he wouldn't, if he wasn't a right leaning guy, you know, maybe this wouldn't. Uh, I, I wonder. Politics really do affect stuff, and people get real pious and say yeah. things when they they're not under the spotlight. But if you put everybody, every single person almost on earth under the spotlight, you will see some real fucking bad shit. Yeah, everybody's disqualified from everything. Yeah, yeah, everybody, no, every, yeah. no one gets to go to college. No one gets a job. Everyone's fired. Everything. So the problem is, 
What this guy did, I think, is wrong. He used the N word, I think, twelve times in a tweet, and even made <laughs> he made fun of of Jewish like anti Semitic stuff, even though he's Jewish. So one thing here is I don't know the context. I have not read the tweet. I don't even understand it. But all we hear, and I want to tweet. People- it was in a private Google Doc. It, it was, was a I private thought- Google Doc. You know how you can get on a Google Doc and type, and people can see what you type, like your four yeah. friends that are on it, and you try to type the craziest thing you can to see if. To make people laugh or be shocking—that that's what I, my understanding of the. You're right. He used it in one sentence. It wasn't a tweet. It was one sentence that he might have been writing to somebody, and they must have screenshot or whatever. Now, yeah, here's, in a Google here's Doc, the thing, in order to just yeah. be making a very poor taste, wrong joke that should not be made right. as a 16 year old. That what okay. I want people to hear is. We're not endorsing this guy using the N-word. That's not right. what I'm saying. But I, and again, what, I don't want to say his name because I don't believe these kids should have ever been made public. This is a I ramification agree. of these the media make, and everybody <laughs> doing wrong shit with children, like making them heroes and media figures. This is not right, right. and this is one of the consequences of it, but it, it's a bad, bad direction. Well, just just recently, too, some media person uh, said that he's uh, MSNBC con- contributor makes shocking claim that this kid's online posts are similar to those of the mass shooter. <laughs> like the, he's equating these words using the N word oh, like this gosh. as as murdering people. And here's I, I, I this is so hard to clarify and say it well, but I'm saying what this kid did is wrong. He needs some help. He needs some redemption. And by Harvard kicking him out, it seems like it helps the monster grow. Not, of course. Wait a minute. I learned from, oh, wait a minute. And people will disagree with me forever. Hey, he screwed up. He shouldn't get stuff. But what I'm saying is, he's going to go to college somewhere. He's he's an unbelievably smart kid. That's how he got into Harvard. He actually, I mean, he's a really smart kid. Another one of the uh, mass shooting, that, that, that high school, uh, I think the guy, I, I won't say his name either, but he got in with much less credentials and is getting to go. He's, yeah. he's more he's more left-leaning. But what? But the big thing here is, where is redemption? Do you want this kid to become harder, meaner, less trustworthy, hidden? <laughs> I or, like how you used the word or, redemption. I mean, what was my political <laughs> affiliation when I was 17 that is that, that mattered? Like, wh- what do you mean right-leaning 17-year-old? Get right. the fuck out of here. What was I hey, when you, I was 17? You, you can I don't take, know. Nothing. You can, just you can a person. Take, you can take Toby out of the church building, but you can't take church out of Toby, boy. How is Harvard considering redemption for this young man? <laughs> well, think about it this way. He's just a kid that's going to change his mind a lot. It'd be better to, like, you know, do it at around other people and, like, figure some stuff out, probably. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's so the... So if those people, people like him, that are yeah. right-leaning children, if they don't go to our institutions... Because they're part of the problem. I mean, that's not a, that's not a thing. That's not right. We can't do that. That's yeah. Why would the problem is it chills out speech, and that's what kills me. I'm not some free speech guy, even other than I want to be able to tell the truth. I need to be able to tell the truth in my life, and all of these mounting pressures of people and institutions and mobs. This is not an issue about racism. This story is not about racism. It's not even about politics. It's about digital privacy and children and children's right and you know mob digital security and privacy and accountability for your words i mean that's the issue that that this is this is a the worst pre- i mean it's just a terrible precedent that the net effect is stay off social media don't make jokes don't be careless make sure to say the right thing 
The appearances matter. You need to appear correct. Not only do you need to go to the 4-H club, do this, do this, so you can go to some fucking college, which you don't need to go to anyway. Okay, Hope I'm, to I'm God re- my kids don't go. But still, even if you want to go to college, you need to clean up your speech as a nine-year-old and watch it digitally behind well, closed doors. Yeah. People can tape record you. You can never make a verbal mistake. Again, children, this is the state of being a 12-year-old now. They need to be coached to not misspeak or else they may pay. The, that the is problem, not the, the world we yeah. can have. I know, but I mean, also the stuff he said was pretty harsh, dude. Like I'm reading through here through Wikipedia and some of the stuff. It 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 is pretty heavy what he said, and that was only two years ago when he wrote this stuff. I think mm-hmm. he's like 16. I mean, he's only 18 now. So what I I'm would saying say is, a, I, apart I, from I agree, the but this isn't what he, even if he's joking and trying to be, uh, you know, be tough or cool or funny or whatever. Some of this, I do believe, I believe he does need to be held responsible for those things, which it seems like he's saying he is. I don't know if he is or not. At all, but I. But the problem here is, it does not. There is no help. I think if this guy is a bad guy, then uh, him not going to Harvard, I think, makes him more. It makes him worse. He's going to go. Wait, to another, wait, wait. Uh, Do you think he is a bad guy? Uh, I think if I met him, yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think I would like him. <laughs> I do believe that. I don't. Yeah, think I'm I, not I saying you would like him, but I mean, I mean you can you give us like, more examples, oh, Toby? I mean, uh, I, don't, I mean. A bad guy that needs to be blocked from, uh, you know. Okay, well, mainstream this is what, this American is what, Take it for what it's worth. Take it for what it's worth. But this is what he uh, said on uh, the page, whatever he wrote. When he's sixteen, uh, this is before the mass. And you said occurred. two years ago, so he's like it, eighteen it, right now. It, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, these were screenshots that people took. That he so in one way he thought these are my friends and I'm joking around with them. So I don't know the content text <laughs> of what so. How about this? You, you don't know what the other people were writing to him either. They might have been saying the same course, things, but there's not a right. screenshot of that. So, th- so this. I'm so wishy washy. You haven't even said this yet, and I'm like, yeah, this will probably change my mind. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna everything's He's gonna even, ma- before you say yeah. this though. Everything is gonna hinge on what were the previous comments and what was the context. I've been in groups before where people swapped. Uh, Holocaust jokes back and forth 100%. that nobody meant, and they were horrific. And I've heard them, and the tons of people you know and respect. Were, have been in those rooms and done that. Wait, what do you fine. mean nobody meant? What do you mean? Just like it was a joke sort of thing? Yeah, like you make a joke about, you know, is, is the, like Jew in the in concentration camp jokes. I've heard people swap those jokes that in no way mean them, but they're horrific. Like, and they shouldn't be said, and that is wrong. But the people saying them, I assure you, didn't mean the joke. They just said the joke. I don't like get what that told- means. If if you mean to say a joke, then you mean to say a joke. Like you like you could joke about the Holocaust, shouldn't joke about it, but still hate the Holocaust. I, I just I'm not no, following no, yeah, you. Right, what do you so mean? I'm saying I'm, I'm saying like you could joke behind closed doors with me and Toby and say something horrifically sexual about women or your wife or a woman other than your wife. You don't actually mean it. You just said something shocking. Like the three of us are gotcha. an example yeah, would be yeah. the three of us are somewhere. I do that all the, the time. Bus, a girl walks by and we. Uh, go around and swap stories of what we do to her. That's not tip- that that's that's a really stupid example, and it's not really the way we behave. But it wouldn't mean that that's right true, gotcha. or that you yeah. want that, or would do that. It just means I'm going right. to shock Toby with my speech here, and then he's going to do the same, and I'm going to do the same. Right. And of course, like we I, all know we don't mean it. And like it's wrong I say, to do that or and bad, of course. Let me just still. get to him. Let me just get to him. I, I understand what you what you're saying here, but I'm just saying he wrote the n word like twelve times in a row. And said, and then he said uh, he rated a a girl seven out of ten, and said that she likes n word jocks, right? Right. And and then he said uh, that she would probably she probably would like those jocks 
better than him, the pasty Jew. So he mm-hmm. was, he was, sounds like he was being a she goes for inward jocks and suggesting she would prefer such black men sexually to a pasty Jew. I think he was talking about himself there. Mm-hmm. So he might have been self deprecating. I'm, I, what I'm saying is, I, I mean, have you not said uh, wait, wait, worse wait, things than uh, that? Uh, hold on. Yes or no? Just hold on. Let's let me finish. You're asking me a whole different question here. <laughs> I'm saying we're talking about this kid and whatever. I'm a, the most horrible person in the world. I've said the worst fucking things in the whole world. You're yeah. right. Now, let's get back to what we're talking about here. You have two. Joey has two. Everybody yeah, in the course. world has said something that if it was screenshotted, I get that point, but this was screenshotted, so it, it is here. Luckily, by the grace of God, most of us don't get screenshotted, and we're okay. Well, you or, didn't grow or, up or at that time. But, but, I'm talking but, about the but what I'm saying, issue I know, but I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Just hold on a second. My, my big point is here, it's not just like Harvard can say, yeah, we can let this guy in, and it just blows over. Now, now there's a whole issue of a guy every day. Maybe then there's death threats. Maybe there's all kinds of uh, nobody wants to sit in class with him. All these things. Mm-hmm. It's not like Harvard just made this rash decision like, oh, yeah, fuck this guy only. I understand. I, I don't think it's right. I think we are limiting free speech. Even the stuff that is horrible and abhorrent and awful and terrible, I think, has to be said because at least you know, right? right. And there isn't room for redemption. So I'm saying, I, do I believe this guy's a bad guy? I believe we all are. If that, if whatever, whatever you want to, if if he's bad, then I'm bad, and so are the people listening to this podcast right now. We've all yep. done some fucked up shit, but but what I'm saying is, I do think this guy might not be the coolest, nicest, fun dude, and I it, I might not want to be in school with him either. Now, yeah, that he may be mean, a pretty messed that, up dude. That doesn't mean that I I think he should be kicked out for those reasons. He has unbelievable. I think he had a fifteen fifty or sixteen hundred SAT. He was super, very intelligent. Had all the stuff you need to get into Harvard. And that's why yeah. he got in, and, and now, kind of, now he's not because of this thing. That's the thing that is really tough, and I agree with you. The only reason he's not in Harvard, Harvard is this thing that he texted or, or wrote down, uh, a very short thing, in <laughs> uh, when he was 16, and that describes now his whole identity. That's what He should have really applied tough. for Oral Roberts. <laughs> he should, right. he would have oh, gotten right. in. And I'm not saying every <laughs> college would do this, but if you start with oh, the college and all the way down, like what? I mean, that's it's just a bad way to go. And I'm telling you right now, if you're a person who wants your kid, I agree. You, your kid's on the college track right now. I'm just telling you the way it is. If your kid is on the college track and it matters about their extracurricular and you care about their school and their GPA and all that crap, then you need to be coaching them on image management from age nine. You need to tell them how to hide bad stuff. You need to tell them how to never misspeak in public and how their appearances matter. And you really need to make sure to not be in many course joking environments through your adolescence. That is what you need to tell your children. If So you think yeah. eventually this will just be the standard? Because obviously yes. this is Harvard right now. I mean... Yes, I think this is, a, obviously, this means whatever the mob says, institutions like Harvard, like Toby pointed out, they really, their hands are tied because who wants to sit in class with this guy that has an unpopular view and is known right. on social media? So don't, and no kids should be on social fucking media. It'll ru- it can ruin your life because right. if you make a mistake when you're 15, you know what? You might not shouldn't even hang out with other 15-year-olds because they could tape record you. I mean, what in the hell? Or you might be in the room when somebody else says something unpopular that right. is very terrible. Well, and all right, so let me, let, me, and smeared, let me throw... And this kid should have never been in the public eye because if, if it happens to another 16-year-old, they will not be denied admission. It's because this is, kid is a public figure. Another huge problem. Kids should not be public figures. Well, let me throw another curveball. So I blame ball at this. him for I, being a public figure. You should not do that either. I would love to, I, I, you know, know the extent of what he said and and more stuff. But let's just say, 
Let's just I say think it doesn't matter what he said. Is what well, I'm saying, regardless well, then, then, of what then, he said. Do you think that? I think that's not you, the issue. I, I, I'm going to say this, and I may get crucified for it from from you guys. But is there any credibility to people being like, we just don't want to take any chance with someone who's obviously racist, just because of mass shootings, for instance? He's I not know, obviously and, racist, though. So that okay, well, it just seems he's like not obviously Toby... not though. He's not obviously no? not racist. N- neither is anybody else. I, he's the I, same I, amount of racist as well, me. I've said the same types of things I, as he I, said. I'm just, he's I'm like just saying. Yeah. If, I know you if, won't be letting the Harvard. I'm not political, <laughs> and I'm not a, a kid. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't I, get near me anyway. I mean, I'm I just, I'm just saying. I could, I could totally. I don't think this is Harvard's position, but I could see like a no tolerance racism sort of approach for people's. Peace of mind. I mean, but but so meaning you know, I, meaning what? Anybody that's ever said that an N word joke can't go to Harvard, including no. It, I, mean, I just I don't know the extent of, of this. I don't know the extent of this. If this if this is just simply someone saying the N word in a in a private correspondence, okay, it but is. I, okay. If that's all it is, then yeah. What well, Toby but, you told know, you what it is. That is the extent of the story. Well, also except about, for the fact yeah. that this kid is a conservative in a general way, and my. I mean, what I, think what I, cool or something. Matt, I what I really think you are onto, and, and I wholeheartedly agree, and Toby used the word redemption, but why wouldn't Harvard say, why wouldn't Harvard sit this kid down and say, look, we, we saw this correspondence. We obviously know you're brilliant. We've looked at your, you know, uh, transcripts from high school, blah, 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 blah. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about this. Cause actually, we want to partner with you for your education. We want to see that you are, you know, turn into a healthy young man. Because bottom line, I mean, his his brain's not even finished uh, forming. Developing, so it, yeah. it, it does seem like a, a school like Harvard could take an invested interest in. And, but but I, I personally, I do think it warrants a conversation, honestly, because what if they sit down with him and he's just like, hell yeah, I'm a racist, blah, blah, blah. That's not, and, but uh, that's not, I but that's know not he's not, but, but I'm saying why not just have a conversation with him and start the process right there and just say look your transcripts speak for yourself you've you obviously qualify for harvard can we like do you think it should be off the table to even talk about this or do you think it's mm. uh, uh, a worthy question to ask well, like hey do you still stand no the conversation to me is about privacy and children and digital rights not about current political videos uh, uh stances in the mainstream and you know uh, Harvard's hands are tied. That's the pro- I'm saying the issues yeah. that regardless of what it is, that the school has to respond this way because if not, they will be called racist. They will be racist if they allow him to go will be the narrative, and they just simply don't want that. So now we know a giant enough mob can make you do whatever. That's not good. Yeah. And especially children and stuff. I don't know. It just short circuits me in that way. Well, it just seems well, I- so obviously wrong. Like wrong, wrong, immoral, bad, dangerous, bad territory, scary, scary, scary stuff. Like you, there's no redemption and any mistake that you make that at any point that you may think is private, depending on how the winds blow politically and currently and what the mob's up to, this will be the determining factor. And people say, oh, a public figure. Well, again, there's still a reasonable standard for a public figure. Well, it's like you're a public figure, so it doesn't matter whatever happens to you. I mean, that because what, first of all, everybody's a fucking public figure these days. Everybody's Twitter account acts like they're some, you know, an influencer of the universe. It, you know, it, who's not a public figure? I don't even know. These lines are getting crazy. It's yeah. freaking me out.
Yeah. And, uh, and, we, and 2017, Harvard rescinded 10 other students' admissions after it found out they were participating in a Facebook group that involved swapping racist and anti-Semitic memes. So this isn't unprecedented. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm just I saying. That. I, I mean, I, there are private I, I schools, right? I, I understand. I understand. Think, you know, just I give me it. a second. Y'all keep talking over me. <laughs> I'm trying to say. Am I too low? Let me turn up my mic here. Let me get, y'all y'all <laughs> oh, hear me a little bit. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is I understand your point, Matt. But it feels a little blanketed to say, oh, well, the, you know, it's it's only this. I think you there is more nuance to this than just saying now uh, that free speech is in danger and everybody's bad and so, so we're all fucked. I agree with you, but I'm just saying there there this is there has to be some process to figure out what is actually going on. And I do believe there should be free speech. And I'm I'm 100% for any word uh, being said so you know who you're dealing with. I want somebody to walk up to me and not hide their racism, but say it so I know I got to stay the hell away from that person or stop them or do what I can. That, that seems like, okay, at least I know who I'm working with. When people hide stuff, if we all, who none of us know this kid, didn't this one little thing didn't come out you go well he's in harvard who cares you don't care at all but the only reason we care is because this thing that happened several years ago that makes us go we hate him and so that's what i don't <laughs> like either because just as much as everybody felt sorry for him when the shooting happened now you turn against him because this other thing and you don't mm-hmm. we don't know and we don't know anything about him we don't I, know he, anything about i don't know the good the bad the ugly right? anything I, all i know is a, right. a few things he he might have been texting to be funny and it was dumb and he shouldn't right. have done it, and it made some people mad. Those, but the way those things are actually handled are the person that took the screenshots. Don't you don't take screenshots? You go, man, this is fucked up. You don't say the n word. You got to change, man. This is this is really messed up. The way you're headed is bad. That's how you get real change. It, 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 I'm telling you, this is going to create a monster. This guy is super smart, and if he thinks, oh wait a minute, because of this, my whole life got fucked. Well, fuck everybody. Now I'm not saying he's going to do that, but I'm, but I'm just saying he, somebody it, will that, eventually. Somebody Toby will just, eventually. I'm not I'm not saying him, but somebody that's how will you eventually. Make an evil genius. One hundred percent. That, well, that's how just, you make Harvard. Them. Harvard is a private institution, so but in in some way, like if I start a private organization and I want to make some, I want to call some shots that isn't popular to everybody. It's it's kind of my prerogative, but I I, I definitely agree uh, with what you guys are saying more than I disagree. But I you know I I'm not saying it's I, illegal. I, don't and think I would it's, clarify still too though an active racist participating in what seems to be active racist sentiment is right. not the same as even two years ago and joking not same category both unacceptable behavior one can, is a whole nother level though than, than the other can i bring up a but tweet still, that i, I saw it. that's that's in this subject area but it'll take us on a minor detour yeah oh yeah we're good Go all right it. so i saw this tweet and um at the time of may 28th there was 3600 retweets thirteen thousand likes and basically, it's um, I don't know who this guy is. It's AJ ha- Hassall Brand, and he says, "I'm sorry, but there's certain things kids shouldn't see at Pride, basically like a, a the the parade <clears throat> when impressionable LGBTQ kids see gay bankers and cops flaunting their lifestyles at the parade, they get the wrong idea that queer liberation is possible within capitalism." <laughs> I read this and I started scrolling through and I was very thankful that there were numerous people saying, what in the world are you talking about? But this this tweet to me is basically negative towards 
gay bankers and gay cops. And and this is is the sort of example that just just highlights we are we are just we're out of hand when you can't go to go and support a gay pride parade but not support a banker and a police because they represent the 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 sort of government America is. Can you guys believe that? Like is that it's like an American guilt mentality you're saying? Yeah, basically saying yeah. capitalism is uh, is not compatible with queer liberation. I mean, that's what it's saying. They get the wrong idea that queer liberation is possible within capitalism. Now, I'm a straight man, so maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I all I read out of this is shame on the gay bankers and cops for flaunting their lifestyles yeah. at the parade. Well, I, go ahead, Toby. Well, the, the the problem here is is that outrage and offense are prime ways to make money and get fame now. That that and that's why that's the really saddest part about all of this is no one really gives a shit about this kid or these tweets or or anything. Really, what they want to do is come out and say the thing that gets the most clicks or likes or mm-hmm. whatever, so they can build their platform. I am very confident that most people that say they they care about the marginalized or the oppressed and all that stuff are standing on the backs of those people trying to get their fame and fortune. I, I yep. do not believe most people, you should not trust most people that say, I'm for you, and, and this is where, you know, I, I think they are doing it for themselves to get their fame, their fortune, their money, their power, all of those things. And that, that's what really bothers me is that it works. Like if you, yeah, you, you say works. something, you say something absurd like that. Somebody's going to listen, and then you get a little bit of power, and then maybe another person will too. And then you got a a group of people following you, and you're saying everything this and this. But as you're seeing more and more, you better watch out because you're going to get turned on just as quickly because somebody else goes, "Oh, they got their power this way. I'll get the power and fuck them." And you, I mean, every, <laughs> you're only going to be your 15 minutes of outrage and fame is what it's going to be now. It's like 15 minutes of offense and outrage instead of just fame. Yeah, 15 minutes of you're in big trouble. But so what, well, I mean, you know, I guess the angriest I would be is that, I guess I understand all the forces. I just, the the adults that let the, the, let the Parkland kids become public figures, I, I think, in the media is paramount. I agree concern here to me first of all and then secondly the fact that anybody's past could be used against them to that degree is is egregious it doesn't seem fair but that i'm a person that's always said unbelievable stuff all the time because i'm trying to you know not hide the way i think i'm trying to just be me and i feel all this pressure like it's better to pretend than live transparently or integrated i can't i can't go that way i can't i don't want that for anybody i don't want that i don't want it so it, it, and then on the other hand, is anybody clear on what a public figure even is right right now? I guess I am. All right. I don't even remember. I, I don't know. know how that happened. I don't remember. When I checked the box, but I suppose I am. Um, I guess a kid is. Is somebody with a I Twitter guess. account that takes it seriously mm-hmm. and and they say that's their work? Is that a public figure? Because they, I mean, to to have a Twitter account. Yeah, it's very. Well, I don't know. That right acts yeah. like their Twitter account is their TV show. That's how everybody behaves for some fucking reason. My Twitter account is my professional uh, legacy or something. I don't even get, I don't even know. what I'm very confused Daddy, about the, the state of the world. But we, you didn't have to grow up in a world where everything you said could eliminate you from mainstream institutions. Right. Or I mean, think, does, from, uh, like, from when you're a teenager. Like, think That's about, fair. Think about if, if, if we, if we were, uh, 18 in 2019, I mean, we'd all be eliminated because unfortunately, when we were in our teens, 
the F word, the derogatory uh, name for gay oh, people, it was just sure. a part of our vocabulary. And and when I said it, I wasn't even thinking gay people. I was just saying the word because that's that was the same it thing just as called insult. And yeah. and I don't yeah. like that. I'm glad that I don't say that word anymore. But here here's the even more uh, dark. Uh, well, I don't know, can't compare the two, but the generation before that, unfortunately, that's how they use the N-word. And and it's like, I I celebrate the fact that we have moved beyond all of that stuff, but it's just, I mean, you're right. Not, it, not, it really I wouldn't did, even say it, we've moved beyond, but we've just uh, improved some. Not well, we've moved, we've moved beyond it being publicly acceptable, thank God. Oh, yes, I just think yes, maybe yeah, we're a little too... Uh, you know, in this situation, maybe a little too sensitive. It's interesting. I, I the whole time we're talking, I really wish that we had uh, Jason Petty or Derek Minor or like a, a black guy or girl's perspective. I, 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 on this you want a token issue. black guy on the show? <laughs> I, I, I don't really, I don't really Good agree Lord. with that because I would maintain no. it doesn't matter what was said. It does not matter. It does not matter. Unless I mean, there's you can go to jail if you're a convicted felon for all. I mean, that's fine. See, I, I, I'm totally open for there being uh, further questioning. Like, I actually like, I, I think I should run Harvard. I'm going to apply for it. Like, I, I actually think that that would be a decent step is to say, look, this, this is unacceptable, but we understand there's context sometimes. We understand that some people change, and maybe you thought this word used to be acceptable, but uh, if, you know, let's just say in a rare instance, this kid said, no, screw you guys. I'd use this word all the time. I plan on staying. Well, then well, that's, it's Harvard. That's not, uh, it's per, their prerogative to say, okay, you're not Harvard material. But that's not the case at all. I mean, he, he had a letter apologizing. You don't know that, though. No, oh, okay. I do okay. know that. Every, gotcha. Everybody, gotcha. You, can, you can look up his letter in communication gotcha. with Harvard, and you should. Gotcha. Okay. I recommend that you do. Yeah. Now, of course. So he basically uh, recants, apologizes, says that doesn't represent. He did that way ahead. Not he did that before before this happened. He already, in the past, has said that this has happened. As soon as it came out that this existed, he said he didn't remember the conversation, and he wrote a, a. very decent and honorable apology as far as those go. He took ownership for it and all that stuff. And then he's got a couple letters to Harvard back and forth on the matter too, which I'd suggest reading because it makes it pretty clear in my view that he is a person like me, not that I like that guy or anything, (laughs) but he seems to have behaved in many ways that I have behaved. And I don't think it makes, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it actually doesn't make sense to me. And I almost don't think it matters what was said at any given point. What matters is that there is a a way of redemption and that there are some privacy concerns with children and adolescents and image management. I'm telling you, image management is the most important thing in the world. What we say on this podcast is the work. If you've listened to this podcast, you are fucked because this podcast is about trying to stretch as hard as you can to make all the things that you think be able to be said somehow and tolerated in order to contribute to the conversation to get stuff figured out and people give room for that. That's what this podcast is about. We apply to Christianity, apply to anything. That's what this podcast is about. It's wrong. Advice for the direction of our society. You need to hide your bad views, or not not bad views, unpopular views. I'm not saying that what he said is any. That's not the point, but you know what I'm saying. We're back to image management, just like the church, just like the pastors, just like everything. You need to come across as looking good and have good credentials on the surface. That is what matters. Focus on that. That is the message. Don't let any dirt come out about you. 
Try not to have any dirt. And if you do, hide it, cover it, don't allow it, don't take chances, don't be honest. Well, I mean, that's, the, it, that's what is necessary. That's my advice to everybody. It, it, I mean, and do certainly you, no joking. Do you think society will actually acquire those skills and and uh, and adapt to this changing culture? Like, do you think people will eventually kind of have a knack for staying safe and saying the right things all the time? Or do you think they're, it'll they're eventually... getting way better at it already? We're moving yeah. in the wrong direction. We're moving yeah. in the wrong direction. Yep. And you know, one thing that we've said for so many years on here, and we've seen it play out in uh, our community of listenership and all of that is, if people are thinking these things, why in the world would you not want them to, and, and this kind of a, this doesn't necessarily apply to the Harvard kid, but why wouldn't you want them to speak it out so that they can be corrected? Or, or like Toby said, they can actually be told, hey, that's, that's unacceptable. Like, it just, it, it really is amazing. There's, this isn't solving anything like to, to basically shut down people from saying certain things. It, it it's is not solving, it's not solving something if you have a, a different agenda and that's that you want people it's to solve image. No, yeah, well, okay. What this really is, let me take it a different angle. Again, I'm very much wanting to be separated from trying to defend racist speech or something. I, that's not my, my issue. It is that it is that this is moralism. Unbelievable. This is what the church did. It says, don't, uh, Make sure you don't you pay this much. Make sure you don't eat that. Make sure you speak this way. Children are spoken, you know, whatever it is. It's just extreme moralism. Don't have sex. Don't masturbate. It's just there's a certain way, and anything in it, you need to hide it. This is religious left. This is religious. This is evangelical. This is left evangelicalism. That's what this is. It is moral. It is, we need to shame everybody into having the morals that come from the top down. You know, this, that's, it's, it's moral. It's, it's all uh, arbitrary moralism being enforced and controlling people's behavior and scaring people into behaving in a uniform manner. That's, that's not what everything is. I, I'm not trying to say that's everybody's agenda. I think it's well-meaning people. That's the direction, though. This, that's alarming. That is alarming. It should be ringing alarm bells. I'm not mad at Harvard. They may have to do what they have to do. I am mad at them, but they have to do. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. I'm just speaking of the environment. Generally, is yeah. one where fakeness must increase now. That's where we are. Everybody, ramp up the fakeness. You will be better off for it in the future. It's just it's frustrating because it uh, there is. The word racism is a really strong word, and once it's a, a racist, once it's attached to you, then you are that. It's hard to not to become that. And then if if he was or wasn't a racist, from here on out, I wonder if that leads him to be that way, or or does it make him Probably. like you said, like more hidden, more non truthful, whatever it might be. The thing that is really tough for me is that also this doesn't cure racism. If this guy's a racist, it sure it didn't stop him one bit. If anything, it ignited some fires or made him a, a worse person. Like the, it doesn't, it didn't stop. Nobody knows this kid. Most of the people on earth have no idea who this is, even is. And because of some words, you know, he didn't kill anybody, murder anybody, hurt anybody. I'm still not saying what he did is right at all. It wasn't. I'm okay with. I'm. I'm one hundred percent okay with punished massively I'm, by his parents. I'm, he should be I'm on one, restrictions for a year. Yes. Yes. And 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 <laughs> it's shocking man. to me. Well, the thing is shocking to me too is that why does this come out now? It says a friend took screenshots and put it out. Who's that friend? Why did they do it? Did, he, did that person get paid a bunch of money? Does the media really want a story like this? There's uh, yeah. Shit, those I'm pressures not, are. Disastrous. I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist, but that's not a conspiracy. This headline made some money. 
and fuck you know everybody the media might be like fuck this guy or whatever and that that's just it i mean i don't understand like it doesn't help this kid if he is a racist which no one knows he wrote some words but he might have been trying to be you know over the top funny and just really went wrong it went wrong but i'm just wondering like how do we do we not you know no one cares about helping the guys just fuck you right that's what everybody's saying fuck you i don't know you i don't care and it's really it's really uncomfortable to me that uh, it also depends on the the way he looks and his preferences with politics or religion or whatever also ends up doing stuff because there's other people on other sides that don't that don't get called re- racist or that they come out in different ways or they do stuff and it's just it like you said Joey when you're talking earlier it feels like you uh, these people you can support and these people you can't you can support you know somebody in a, in a parade but you can't support a gay cop. Like right. what, what? What in the hell? I don't. I want everybody to have freedom and do whatever the hell you want. I don't want there to be racism or sexism or homophobia, any of that stuff. I am. That is nothing. And I think most people don't either. I, hey, I actually Matt. believe that. But it, we're, we're pitted at each other. I want Matt, to get one more blit, piece Matt. of of uh, I don't know what you call it, circumstantial evidence, though. I mean, again, I'm not defending this kid. I don't like 16 year olds that do shit like that. I would. I don't like it. But. But except for I was one, so whatever. <laughs> but I'm going to tell the truth about it. Um, so you can know me. I hope that's just my goal. But other people's goals should be not to be known. I'm going to keep mine as people can understand who I really am. Anyway, I would suggest that you say we don't know if he's a racist or not. I would suggest if the only evidence in his life is something that, which I say is relatively small, and it did come out. Uh, Maybe he's not racist because where would be, be wouldn't there be, be history? And if you are racist, and the worst thing you ever did was type the n word to some other people that were your friends or that you right. knew in a small group, then that's not a very effective racist. If you, I mean, nothing like is there other right. stuff like? Do you know what I mean? Like, how right. bad is it to be that racist? I'm I'm some racist. You're some race. Harbor some systematic and in you know what you, internalized racism yes i do i'm sure he does but yeah. if the if this is the maximum harm that he's done as a racist i th- would suggest not a huge issue so matt that, I'm gonna, that sounds bad but I don't, I don't see like he did he ever say a mean thing to a black person or discriminate against them i'm not, i'm not trying to oversimplify here i'm just saying there might if it's not like he might be this white power white supremacist that partic- no, i mean we would know yeah. yeah, you would know if that Matt. Was I'm true. gonna I'm gonna obliterate your theory as far as you know. If you want to practice control, like image control, like if you want to succeed, practice image control and watch your every word and make sure you look good on the outside. Or you can go the Donald Trump route and become president of the United States. Because no, I know he but, sure but as see, hell didn't do any of but that. But see, every left evangelical <laughs> is acting like Donald Trump right now. That's all they're doing. They're just going. Uh, you know, I, that's what I said when Donald Trump got president. I said, you know, the saying about don't stoop to his level. I mean, here he goes. He's stooping to the unbelievably lowest level. Donald Trump's the worst person on earth. It seems like he's one of the worst people in the United States, in my opinion. <laughs> and now he's president. got everybody acting like him. Okay, awesome. Great. Everything's pretend, phony, bogus bullshit now. Good. Is that That's what we want, I guess. Nobody actually means what they say. They're doing it for secondary and tertiary reasons now. Okay. I agree. How how fun is this going to be? This just all feels so heavy and awful. Like I just this is a, another thing that I just feel like it just I don't 
I don't know how this gets solved or gets better because the the real danger, and this is where I feel is the biggest danger. Each of these is a stepping stone to everybody is fucked. Right, right now, you might you might think, oh, your enemy is fucked. They're coming for they're, you. They're eventually. coming for you. Yeah, they are coming for you, no matter what. And your life, your career, your family, your jobs, anything is at stake by just being yourself sometimes and making mistakes. You know now, what my prediction is that that goes is ageism huge problem because you know how you'll you'll hear it now, but you're going to hear it go way up the 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 mentality of well the old people just need to die off because they don't want to have all the bad views or something like that like that's ageism that's horrific that's similar to racism in my view uh, that's not right um, I, again I think the ch- the ch- children also are but treated very wrongly in society but ageism being a problem so it doesn't matter what your view, how woke you are eventually you're going to be one of those old people that needs to be gotten rid of with this type of thinking this is what that you will be in a group someday that is part of the problem to the mainstream and it probably will be old people most likely in my hey, let me let me make you it guys might be being male but it's probably going to be old people let me make you guys happy before we close here speaking of old people i was at a little diner for breakfast and i i listened to this conversation this server goes up to a table of a bunch of uh, older gentlemen we're talking 70s 80s maybe 90s and uh, she's like oh hey mr johnson how are you doing you know i haven't seen you in church in a little while and uh, he's just like, oh, hey, babe, you know, just nice gentleman. And she she asked, she asked this 80-year-old, and not knocking 80-year-olds, there's a lot of technologically savvy ones, but this guy didn't look the type. And she said something along the lines like, well, you know, you can always catch the messages online. And I looked at this guy's face. He was just like, part of him was probably like, I don't even know what that means. And part of him was like, why are you asking me this? And listen to his answer. He actually said... Young lady, he's like, you know those very nice bathrooms and uh, in the auditorium, right wing, blah blah blah, the, and the, you know the nice doors. And she was like, yeah, and he's just like, I built all of those with my bare hands in the nineteen sixties, <laughs> and he just <laughs> let it there, <laughs> and it, it just it really seemed like a nice way for him to say. Get the hell out of here with these That's online hilarious. messages. I built your church building. <laughs> that is funny. It matters uh, me the bathroom wall thing, which is where we live. Like, you know, you see the bathroom wall at the truck stop, you yeah, know, and all the yeah. bad stuff written on it. Yeah. Yeah. I just had that illusion pretty illusion pretty clearly when you said that. Do you think everybody meant meant all that stuff? Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And that's our that's what we had. The 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 fucking internet is a bathroom wall. Uh, right now, and, yeah. or some—I mean, it's weird. It's like people say stuff that they don't mean, and that's—and we live right. in a bathroom stall now, or something. That's what it feels yeah. like. Like the, what weird environment yeah. we created for ourselves. Just, just remember the worst thought or the worst thing you've ever written down, and then say that out loud uh, before you crash on somebody else. Just that's what that that that's the policy. I I think I should do. Yeah. Like before before strip I start shitting context on somebody. Also, strip it. Strip yeah, yeah. Most of the, at least half of the context away. I'll give you some context there. But right. Sure. Oh, Please don't go through my text messages to you guys over the nope. years. I'm going to post those on BC <laughs> Club. That's a great reason to join the BC Club. Actually, we are going to take another pastor down, and he's our very own Joey Svensson with texts and messages that he has sent me throughout the years. <laughs> And uh, it's going to be horrific. My, there literally God. was there literally was a season where Toby kind of took me under his wing and said, "Joey, stop doing that." <laughs> jo- Joey wrote you are in going a text to message. Get in trouble. <laughs> Joey wrote in a text message to me one time over twelve times. Yo, girl, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I would think hey, homegirl, homegirl, homegirl. Most rough sense of humor people that say they have kind of a crude sense of humor. At least I, there must be a whole other type of person that I'm unfamiliar with that thinks I'm crazy or a really bad guy. But it, I think anybody with a crude sense of humor has text threads where stuff is said primarily for shock value. Like, is that not normal? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what comedy uh, is, right? Yes. Not. I mean, so, to it's some a- degree, but I mean, I don't know. It's a different environment, and you shock. I don't say shock value things at funerals, but sometimes in a group thread, I might say something that I in no way mean yeah yeah and also if you really like if if you think that this if we are about ending racism or sexism or really changing the world which i feel like i I, we all should be i I feel like most people are but i'm probably wrong on that but maybe maybe i have too much hope then what is it better to spend time on this you can't have too much hope bro you don't know you don't know about this person at all or actually trying to change uh the way our our uh, law enforcement system is working uh how about for-profit prisons like where, where real racism and danger and scary shit is happening that's where we need to be outraged and losing our minds and start there let's save some lives open up some futures for people instead of like well everybody's focused on this one thing while there, there's people sitting in prison for weed i know is fucking it, weed care, man if you care about racism you got to get the black people out of jail that they, they shouldn't be there they're in cages right. because of racism in cages that's huge that's the, there the are worst. black people, black men mostly, across the country in cages because of racism. 100%. So uh, let's work on that. Chills, man. that that's where I, the not, outrage not and the jokes are not it, the cause of that. I mean, I, you can that's say someone's they grandpa, but that's someone's the dad, someone's brother, someone's it's son. Re- it's just They're ridiculous. They're going to get me crying. Yeah. Shit. Anyway, all right. Well, well uh, Matt, tell people about the Daily Dose real quick before I read these BC Club names. Will do. Daily Dose is the podcast that you don't hear on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday that Bad Christian makes. So it's typically Toby, Joey, Reva, and I hanging out. We do something about it lunchtime every day. And instead of just trying to sit in meetings and do stuff like that, to stay in touch and to keep up with our business and to do what we set out to do in the first place, which is hang out, clown around, and verbally process our ideas and try to, you know, further how far we can go with new or interesting or different thoughts well we practice it every day because it's fun to do so we do that that's called the daily dose and everybody in the bc club uh has access to that as well as some other stuff and a facebook group discussion discord group that's what the bc club is about and you know that's just a the additional podcast so if you ever wish you had an extra episode of bc pod in show up in your feed well it's very easy to do all you got to go is do is go to the bcclub.com yeah. uh, that website's a bit outdated we're working on it at, to make it more clean to reflect what I'm saying here uh, verbally again you can say verbal is the easiest way for, for us to communicate but if you, some- if you get value from this podcast like if you listen to it and feel that you get value from it I would ask you to consider joining the BC Club you'd contribute to us financially and then you also benefit terrifically if you would like to, from you know some other like-minded and opposing people that mm, feel safe enough to kick around divergent ideas. Yeah, and uh, I I will say this, Matt, I'll, Toby, and I have both said this before. Uh, I'm not sure about saying that on Bad Christian, but I, I'll I'll talk about it on the Daily Dose. I've never heard Matt say that once. So there are some things that Toby and I are a little more choosy about 
and uh, and withhold from <laughs> this main feed and choose the daily dose. Well, so look, I, think I mean, that's Matt's why this issue. There, <laughs> that's why the issue really gets me. I mean, this that's why this issue you know triggers me. I'm triggered by it because I mean, I'm trying to make my life be so, my whole goal. My whole life has been build a life where I can be myself and that be okay. And be around people. That's why that limits my job opportunities. That limits my friend groups because I want to be known for what I really am and that be accepted. I don't want to be accepted for somebody I'm pretending to be. So I seek as much as I can to push as hard as I can that you know what I'm like. That's my goal. And (laughs) that's my goal. So <laughs> I love that I little know. laugh there. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't, I don't know what I should be hiding from anybody, and it's hard to to. to but I just that's that's my uh, if that's if that's not what we're supposed to be doing, I, I'm lost. All right, well, thank you. Also, thank- when you read these, Joey, I have the worst thing that they've ever said. They were trying to be <laughs> oh, funny and man. took they went too far, and so this Let's is don't it, do that. Let's I don't have do that it to them. I have it right here, Toby. Please, how did you do nope. this research so quick? We just I, got these names. I, while hey, we. Uh, while y'all were talking, I searched all Google Docs and all Twitter feeds, and uh, I found some pretty heavy shit. So, like, oh, oh, is this way, two one against more, one? One more Do insert you... there, though. So, <laughs> Google Docs, when you sign up for it, by the way, you the user agreement includes the fact that AI is constantly monitoring and scanning everything you type in real time. <laughs> and using it for their algorithms, like for it instance, just doesn't like, matter anymore. There's no hiding. Uh, I know, there's no matter. I know. So, I mean. well, I guess, I guess, I'm not so sure that that, that that there's not still more stuff that you. I don't know what to do about it. But if you go on there and type, uh, you know, anything, it, that is going to show up in search results. Like if you go in there and type back and forth to me and Toby, and then delete it and don't even send it anywhere, that's still going to affect the advertising you see. That's insane. That is insane. That, you've already agreed. So that is scan. So if you type a b- poor taste joke in Google Docs, you, it's out. It's I mean, that's not private. Even if you just immediately delete it, it's out. Right. Gosh, it's already been registered and scanned and utilized by Google. Wow. And, th- uh, and now think about what are you going to tell your kids? How, how are you going to tell your 14-year-old to behave? I think you need to sit him down and say, no more joking, young man. Be careful at no all more times. No watching. That's what you need to say. Or never be a public figure, remain a loser your whole life, and that way nobody ever gives a shit. Because every loser does this. Every loser is terrible to women, racist, all this stuff, but nobody, nothing ever happens to them because they're losers and there's nobody to go after. It's really messed up. All right, so Matt, do you support uh, Toby's decision to reveal this stuff? Am I outnumbered here? Is it two to one? Or do you there have we go. Back yeah, we oh, can... sorry, I got distracted again. Go for it. Okay, Grant Garden. He said that virginity is like a soap bubble. One prick and it's gone. I like it. <laughs> Matt said that, but I like it. Uh, there's an official club member that just joined, and he goes by M-A-T-T, Matt. Wow. That's it? That's, that's it. Stupid he, name. He said, you know you're getting old when you start having a dry dreams and wet farts. <laughs> Taylor Schultz. 69% of people find something dirty in every sentence. Oh, wait a second. So these are jokes. <laughs> no, this is the no, shit this stuff is, they said. These are they taking the it too far. What jokes? Mark jokes. W. Mark W. He asked his wife why she never blinked during foreplay, and she said she didn't have time. <laughs> Ryan Klein, who, who, who is in? Who is in? Klein, he said, Klein who's in? He said, life is sexually transmitted. <laughs> Justin Morris. That's true. Like uh, that. Let's see. Justin Morris once in a Google Doc typed. He said, erotic is using a feather. Kinky is using the whole chicken. 
Mark L. So we got a Mark W and a Mark L. What's up with these no last name revelations? I don't know. Here? Mark L said the difference between ooh and ah is about three inches. <laughs> Zachary Fart Eater Beaver. Uh, what is that one? <laughs> Zachary what? Fart Eater Beaver. Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, let's see what. I, I'm I'm missing his here. Hold on, Jacob Titherly. No, hold on. Luke Johnson. You, you guys, thank y'all so much for going Damn to bbcclub.com. I saved your asses on those last three. They all said Warrises are like Tupperware. <laughs> they both like a tight seal. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, our clubbers are wild, wild. All right, folks. See you later. Have fun in life. Have or fun don't. in life. Hey, or I'm kicking don't. those last three people out. I hope, of the I hope club. your pretend avatars have fun in life out there. All right, see y'all tomorrow on the Daily Dose. <laughs> <laughs>